Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we're going to be going in depth into my top 5 defenses to stream for week number 13 of the 2023 fantasy football season and then at the end of today's video I'm going to give you some additional defenses to stream as well but before we could get into things I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video that you hit that subscribe button down below and while you're down there whether you are new to the channel or not please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video to help out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. And if you'd like access to my weekly rankings, as well as an answer to any of the questions you guys might have, make sure you check out the Patreon link in the video description or in the pinned comment for $7.50 a month. So without further ado, let's get into my week number 13 defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with my number one defense to be streaming on the week in week number 13, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Carolina Panthers at home in Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers defense is currently rostered in 14.9% of leagues on ESPN and 18% rostered on NFL. So if you play on CBS, Yahoo, Sleeper, any of those other fantasy football platforms, then the roster ship percentage is going to be slightly different. In some cases, though, there might be a drastic difference when you compare one website to the other. Now, the Buccaneers defense has been kind of up and down all season long. We've seen some games where the Buccaneers defense really looks solid. Some other games where not so much, right? They look kind of bad. They get steamrolled like up against the Houston Texans. But ultimately, how great the Buccaneers defense is to me doesn't really matter because the Carolina Panthers offense is inept. There was a report that Frank Reich's seat of his head coaching job is on fire and I fully understand that the Carolina Panthers are a complete and utter unmitigated disaster there are some people that thought the Panthers could win this division and they can barely even eke out a win Okay, so while the Buccaneers defense might not be these world beaters, it does not matter because Bryce Young and this offense are completely and utterly limp dick in Carolina. I'm not ready to shut the door, close the book on Bryce Young's career. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that he's a bust or something because we're just so many games into his career, right? He's going to play a lot more games for the Carolina Panthers and maybe for another team. But at the end of the day, I'm not ready to close the door this early on him. I think he's going to be fine. But up against the Buccaneers defense, I think the Buccaneers defense is going to go hog wild. The Buccaneers week 12 go up against the Indianapolis Colts last week in Indianapolis on Sunday. They lose 20 to 27. The defense has two sacks, one INT, 27 points allowed. Again, not a world-beating defense, just an all-right game. The Titans defense against the Panthers. The Titans defense is terrible against the pass. And recently, they went from pretty great against the run to probably below mid. So this is a Titans defense that some teams pray to play against, right? Some teams are salivating the night before. It's a wet dream. It's red panty night. You're going up against the Titans. And the Titans defense wiped the floor with the Panthers. W, 17 to 10, four sacks, one fumble recovery, and 10 points allowed. So I think the Buccaneers are the safest defense to pick up on the week. And the fact that they are owned in less than 20% of leagues on NFL and ESPN tells me that you need to not just walk. You need to go run to the waiver wire to pick them up. Next up, we move to the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cleveland Browns at home in LA. 4% owned for the Rams defense on ESPN, 4.1% rostered on NFL. Now, I understand that this Rams defense is not the Rams defense that won the Super Bowl against the Bengals. Not the defense that had Joe Shiesty rattled in that game. This is a watered-down version of that 
There are some people that might say that the Rams are one of the worst defenses in the NFL. But again, it does not matter when you're going up against the Cleveland Browns. Now, DTR gets hurt in last week's game up against the Broncos, and we're pretty sure, or we're pretty unsure right now on whether or not he is going to end up playing. So if he doesn't play, they're going to go with P.J. Walker or Cool Joe Flacco. Now, P.J. Walker is actually halfway decent, but that motherfucker is also a turnover machine at times. It wouldn't surprise me at all if up against the Rams defense, if Aaron Donald's getting all up in his face, if he's putting his ass in the dirt, then there's a chance that P.J. Walker throws two picks in this game. He gets sacked. He fumbles. And again, maybe it's DTR. Maybe it's Joe Flacco. Again, we are very unsure on Monday. But again, I don't think it's really going to change my opinion all that much. The worst case scenario for the Rams is going up against P.J. Walker. But again, it's not like P.J. Walker is fucking Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or something. So Rams defense week 12 against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. They wiped the floor. I've said that like 15 times. They they absolutely butt-fucked. They bent him over a table. Kyler Murray looked like a chicken with his head cut off behind the offensive line. They eat the W. Shout out famous Jameis Winston. 37-14. to 14. Four sacks, 14 points allowed. They absolutely whacked him on a boat fucking soprano style it was it was hard to watch i really thought kyler would have at least somewhat of a decent game because again the rams haven't been this prolific defense this season and they looked really good the broncos defense week 12 versus the browns they eat the w 29 to 12 the broncos defense has quickly become a very feared unit in the nfl so I'll give them a lot of credit. They look way better than they looked early on in the season when the Miami Dolphins absolutely spit-roasted them, dropping a deuce of 70 points on their head top. Four sacks, three INT, uh, not three INTs, that'd be crazy. Four sacks, three fumble recoveries, one safety, 12 points allowed. Now the Browns will probably stay in this game, right? Because the Browns' defense is very good and Matthew Stafford played out of his mind against the Arizona Cardinals. This is definitely a comeback down-to-earth game up against... The Cleveland Browns defense, but I still think the Rams defense comes out here victorious like the show from Nickelodeon. I really do believe that the LA Rams defense is going to look mighty fine like Sidney Sweeney this week up against the Cleveland Browns. Next up, we move to my number three defense to stream on the week, the Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans. If you guys have enjoyed today's video thus far, make sure you guys smash that like button like it owes you some money. And if you are new to the channel, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. It would help me out a ton. So the Denver Broncos defense, shockingly, despite the fact that they've been making waves recently, despite the fact that the Denver Broncos defensive unit has been all over the opponent's offense over the last couple of weeks, right? They played really, really good against the Bills, right? They beat the Bills. They play really good against the Chiefs, right? This is a defense that, again, it is night and day. From the start of the season, early on, when people were saying, like, Sean Payton can't fix Russell Wilson, it's not the other thing, me included, where I'm just making fun of the Denver Broncos defense, that they're about as useful as a broken condom, right? But in reality, right now, they look like one of the better defensive units in the NFL. They're currently rostering 20.1% of leagues on ESPN, 10% on NFL. Now, going up against the Houston Texans in Houston, this is not no tiny task, right? This isn't some cupcake game, like, going up against DTR, right? This isn't, like, going up against Zach fucking Wilson or Tim Boyle or whoever the Jets decide to roll out this week, right? This isn't, like, going up against Desmond Ritter or something. I get it, right? C.J. Stroud has proved himself himself to be too legit 
too legit to quit, right? He's proved himself to be very good. There's a chance that, you know, maybe if the Texans beat the Jags, then maybe they beat the Broncos. Like, maybe Stroud wins not only just Rookie of the Year, he wins MVP, right? So, again, I'll give all the credit to C.J. Stroud, but I think the Broncos' defense here with the Texans' offensive line, they're banged up. There's some games where they are just non-existent. They, you can't see them like they're John Cena. I think the Denver Broncos' defense might be teeing off on the Texans. Like their name was Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods. Broncos defense, week 12 against the Browns. Again, we already talked about this, so we'll talk about it a little bit quicker this time. Super fast mode, ah, like an old Only Use Me Vade, Only Use Me Blade video. If you guys watched Call of Duty videos back in the day, 29 to 12, W, four sacks, three fumble recoveries, one safety, 12 points allowed. Now, the Jags defense, they weren't amazing against the Texans, right, in Houston, but they win the game. The offense definitely looked good with the Jaguars, 24 to 21. Can you do something for me? Four sacks, 21 points allowed allowed the broncos defense are a large step up above the jaguars in my opinion so again while there will be slight shivers going down my spine while i will feel slightly gross about streaming a defense against the houston texans i think at this point the broncos defense is on the level where i'm fine taking that risk against a better offense because of how good the defense is. Next up, we move to defense to stream number four, the Los Angeles Chargers at the New England Deflatriots, the New England Patriots, who just lost to the Giants. The Chargers defense rostered in 11.4% of leagues on ESPN, 27.8% on NFL. Now, the Chargers defense, week 12 versus the Baltimore Ravens, they lose 10 to 20. Now, normally, the Chargers defense is a punching bag, right? I'm teeing off on them every single week, hitting them with the left, the right, the uppercut, right? We're hitting them with everything. The hook, Everything is going down. I'm straight up haymakers at the Chargers defense. The Chargers play all this money for the defense. And every offseason, Chargers fans go gawk, gawk, gawk. They hit the gawk, gawk 9,000 special on the Chargers defense. And Brandon Staley just bends them over the table without use of lube. And the Chargers defense end up sucking ass. So they end up getting banged up, which always sucks. Knock on wood. Again, I'm not rooting for injuries. I'm just telling you how it is. Now. The Chargers defense, like uh, in hockey, you know, they say the goalie stood on its head, right? The goalie's playing cracked out of his fucking mind. The goalie's playing insane. He's saving everything, you know? And then sometimes the offense just can't do anything to the team, and they lose in hockey, right? The goalie plays so amazing. It's like the Rangers, Igor Shesterkin, making all these saves, and you still lose to the Devils in the playoffs, right? The Chargers, their defense for once showed up. It's like, holy fuck. They came back. They actually didn't go. They actually went to go get the milk, right? They showed back up. They actually went to go get some Marlboro Reds. They went to go get some cigarettes, some Camelbacks or what? Camels. I don't know. I don't smoke cigarettes. Okay. But man, oh man, is it hilarious that the Chargers defense for once plays good. They had Lamar feeling like they had Lamar looking kind of down, right? Two sacks, 20 points allowed. Again, I don't even think the two sacks tells the tale of the game. Like Lamar was flustered. His head was on a fucking swivel. And still, and still, like fucking Bruce Buffer, they lose because Justin Herbert, the pervert, shit the bed. He lemoned the sheets. So, while the Chargers defense just played great, I don't even think we need that great performance against the Patriots. I think if the Chargers are given half effort, you know, Brandon Staley's an idiot. They don't even need, like, some great defensive coaching. The Patriots offense is that inept. 
Could it be Mac Jones? I don't think so. They bench Mac Jones for what feels like the 50th game this season. It seems like every game he's getting tugged out like Deshaun Watson at a massage parlor. So the Patriots are dead offensively. They are floating in the water. They're sleeping with the fishes. The Giants defense, week 12 versus the Patriots, W 10 to 7, two sacks. Not one, not two, but three interceptions. Seven points allowed. Look, again, Mac Jones stinks. Bailey Zappi isn't much better. Bailey Zappi isn't the messiah of this Patriots offense. The Patriots are fucked in all capital letters. They're dead, okay? So while the Chargers defense most weeks looks terrible, right? They look like you after you wake up after a night out of drinking too many brewskis, right? And you wake up and you look like you got fucking smacked in the face by Floyd Mayweather, right? The Chargers defense doesn't need to be elite. They don't need to be the 85 Bears to look good against the Patriots. I'll tell you that much. Moving now to the final defense to stream. Defense number five, the Atlanta Falcons at the New York Jumbo Jets. But before we talk about the Falcons defense, as well as the other additional four defenses to stream, I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL Pick'em in the whole entire universe, and today, Underdog Fantasy has a great offer for you guys that we'll be talking about in just a couple of seconds, but first, I want to explain to you guys how the Underdog Pick'em works. So, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Football tonight, the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to have to pick a minimum of two players from at least two different teams, so one from the Vikings, one from the Bears. So, we're going to go ahead and start with DJ Moore, higher than 61 and a half receiving yards. It seems like when Justin Fields is healthy, DJ Moore more should be able to eclipse that 61 and a half receiving yards number and then we are going to go and scroll all the way down here to TJ Hawkinson higher than 62 and a half receiving yards I just do not think the Bears defense has an answer for TJ Hawkinson so if you guys are new to underdog fantasy and live in one of the states on your screen right now and use promo code notorious or click on the link in the video description you receive a first match deposit bonus of up to a hundred dollars if you deposit a hundred dollars they give you an additional hundred dollars fifty additional fifty twenty-five additional 25 the minimum deposit on underdog fantasy is ten dollars if we place whatever however much amount of money you want to place on this if it hits it gets three times your entry fee if you do three different picks it's six times four picks is ten times and five picks is 20 times your entry fee obviously all the picks need to hit if you have a gambling problem please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER Back on into things here, Falcons at the New York Jumbo Jets, 16.4% rostered on ESPN, 4.5% rostered on NFL. The Falcons' defense looked pretty solid against the Saints. They win 24-15. They had Derek Carr looking no bueno out there. I, for one, just want to see Jameis Winston out there instead of Derek Carr, but I know the team's not going to do that unless Derek Carr is hurt. Knock on wood, we don't root for injuries. One sack, one INT, one fumble recovery, one touchdown, 15 points allowed. Bates hit the fucking Neon Dion walk into the end zone. It was hilarious. Shout out to him. You know, the Falcons defense is okay, right? They have some pieces. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But again, you don't need to craft a masterful defensive plan to beat the Jets. Now, Zach Wilson, I don't think is going to start. So it's either going to be Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon. We saw Tim Boyle. He is worse than Zach Wilson. At least Zach Wilson has a bit of, I wouldn't say like an X factor, but he has some of the the, the fuck it factor, right? Where he's just going to take off and run randomly. Sure, he's going to take stupid sacks where he sat in there patting the ball like it owes him some money, like patting the ball like it's a baby or something and it's got some hiccups or something. I'm not a father, so I don't know. You got to pat the kid, I think. Pause. But at the end of the day, no Josh Giddy here. At the end of the day, 
what you need to do if you're the Falcons is not a lot to stop the Jets. I think, I don't think Robert Sala should lose his job, but I think Sala might lose his job. This is terrible mismanagement. Woody Johnson needs to be fired. That guy's an idiot. So again, I hate Arthur Smith. I hate the Falcons. They piss me off. Shout out to Bijan, though, had a great game against the Saints. But again, I don't like the Falcons. There is no reason to like the Falcons. But the Jets are so bad on offense that it doesn't matter. The Dolphins defense at the New York Jets. W, 34-13. to The hardest obstacle for the Falcons this week to dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge, you know, like a dodgeball, is the turf. Because the turf took my boy Jalen Phillips out. Dolphins at Jets. W, 34-13. Seven sacks. Seven sacks. Two INTs, one touchdown, seven points allowed. Seven sacks, that sounds like a gangbang. And that's what the Dolphins did to poor Tim Boyle. So regardless of who they roll out there, Tim Boyle, Trevor Simeon, maybe the MILF Hunter. It don't matter, baby. Falcons by a thousand. Final defenses to stream here are the additional ones we move on to here. If, you know, maybe some of these guys are available in your league. Maybe playing an eight-team league or a ten-team league. And for some reason, these defenses are available. I would stream all of these defenses over the defenses that we actually already talked about. The Miami Dolphins at the Washington Commanders. Sam Howell could be a turnover machine in some games. Sam Howell has struggled against good defenses. I know the Dolphins just lost Jalen Phillips, but this is a Dolphins defense that's going to be playing angry. They're favored by nine and a half points as of right now. I think the Dolphins roll the commanders up like a blunt and smoke them. Sam Howell is fucked, as Conor McGregor would say. Cleveland Browns at the LA Rams again. I think the Rams could definitely win this game because the Browns offense is going to be so bad, but the Browns defense is bad to the bone, and I think that Stafford's going to struggle here. Number three, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray was no bueno against the Rams. How do we feel he's going to do against the Steelers? TJ Watt is going to be all over him. I love the Steelers defense, and then the New York Jumbo Jets. Screaming the Jets defense, I know people are like, oh, the Jets defense are fraudulent, right? They're still good. So as long as the Falcons don't get up to this huge lead, I think the Jets defense will have a pretty solid game. And again, Ritter's the type of guy that'll throw like three picks for no fucking reason. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you didn't up enjoying, make sure you guys smash that subscribe button down below. If you are new, whether you are new to the channel or not, make sure you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on Twitter or X. Please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. So without... Uh, I was about to say, without further ado, that's the start of the video. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to head on out here. Check out uh, the channel on the screen right now. I was going to say the video, but make sure you guys check out the waiver wire video later. Love you guys all from deep down the bottom of my heart. Hope you guys have a great one. And as always, good boy.